Welcome to the Texan Connection Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Jeff Springer, Marty Silverman, and Dr. Daryl Porter. We hope you enjoy. Man, guys, can you believe this? Episode one, you know, you have to start somewhere. I mean, episode one. And here we are, the episode one of the Texan Connection. Yeah, I'm super excited that you reached out and really wanted to 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 get something going. We felt like we had uh, had a connection already, and now we get to actually put it put it together and and really create content around our expertise. Yeah. Yes, and Jeff, you know you you definitely brought together a group of people that are passionate, that love to talk, that love to talk education that love to talk about things other than education as well. And so we are definitely looking forward to episode one and where it's going to lead us. Yeah. You know, as we go through these episodes, we want to just remind our listeners that, um, you know, we may not always agree with each other right here in this room. And we certainly hope that we stir up uh, inside of you um, some, some ideas and some passions that you have and you hold true and value as well. And and we want to hear about that. And we'll give you some information about that later. But just a reminder that we all are from Texas. We, we cover the, the three, you know, three uh, cities of San Antonio and Fort Worth and, and uh, Houston, you know, the, hopefully the topics that we bring are, are going to be enlightening and topics that will cause you to pause sometimes. Yeah. I like that. Cause you to pause. And, and, and before I know, I know, I know we've got something that we really want to talk about, but before we do, I want to just kind of give our listeners a little bit of background of how we all came together. So it really started from this men in education group, which kind of springboarded a uh, a podcast idea from uh, for myself and then from Marty. Uh, and then, you know, Jeff, you've got you've got all of your extracurriculars, your ministry, you've got your your, your nonprofit, you, you've got all kinds of things going on. And so we just all really connected there. You know, I've, tell, I've told several people on other podcasts about this group, this men and Ed, you know, that we, you know, have to give thanks for the man that had the vision for that, Hal Bowman, who I've known for almost 20 years. It's, you know, through this pandemic, I thought, how do we get through this thing? And I've gotten through it because of the networking on through this Facebook group that has spawned how many how many podcasts? Oh my gosh, that is that is for sure. That is for sure, Jeff. Uh, you know, we can all say that. I don't know that we would have actually met each other had it not been for uh, that group. And so we are definitely grateful to that group. I know that has spurred me. Uh, and I know Daryl as well. That's how he and I met on the Learning How to Podcast meeting that we had uh, with Hal. And then uh, you and I also met on that group and we all kind of clicked. And we, as you say, Jeff, you know, we have a lot of things in common. We have a lot of things not in common. And that's the beauty of this is that we have things that we will agree on and things that we will disagree on. And it's all okay. Yes. It is. That's what makes life interesting, isn't it? It sure, it sure does. So I want to begin with something that we may or may not agree on. Are we ready for this discussion, guys? Yeah, I got my seatbelt on. I think I'm ready. Let's do it. So I want to paint a picture for you, listeners. Uh, 
couple weeks back, Jeff posted a picture on social media and along with with a comment and the photograph was of a school parking lot and in the school parking lot that he rolled up on and took the picture at there was a sign over a parking space that said reserved for principal and jeff put one word as a comment above that photograph just the word why and man i mean the the number of comments that that generated and on men and Ed it generated a whole bunch and jeff was telling me that it generated uh even more comments on some other facebook group so uh since you started that whole mess jeff tell me uh what was it exactly that you were thinking when you posted that well i don't know if i can tell you what i was thinking when i posted it but i can tell you what i was thinking when i pulled into that school parking lot and saw that sign you know i am one of my one of my part-time gigs is this repurposed principal is um, a Sam Houston State University student teaching uh, university supervisor. So I was pulling into one of my districts where we to observe one of my students, and I couldn't find a parking space. I, first of all, there was very few visitor parking spaces. Um, however, there was one empty parking space, and, that, and it was that sign that I posted that said principal parking or principal only. And so as I kept driving through the parking lot, finally finding a place to park, I was thinking, I wonder what, the, uh, as, as a, first of all, I thought the district, these districts that I supervise these students, I'm thinking, you know, they ought to hire me as kind of like a secret shopper, you know, so to speak, you know, because I'm a former principal, I've been in education for 34 years, but um, I've also been out and I do visit these campuses and I'm like a visitor, like any visitor that would walk into a building for the first time and your perception of the building from the moment you step out of your car to the moment you walk into the front door, you, whether you're intentional or not, you start thinking or, or putting together this, uh, this picture or this idea uh, of this school and what they're trying to communicate without even someone even greeting you before you even greet the first person. So it made me wonder, what do other people think when they pull up into the building uh, parking lot, a campus, and they see all of these marked parking spaces for uh, front office people, but specifically a, a principal? And so the question in my head was, what does that communicate to not the necessarily the the rest of the staff, but our customers, like our parents, our community members, and any anybody else like myself that that are first time guests that steps foot on that campus for the first time. And Marty, you had some some pretty strong thoughts about that. What is it that you were thinking whenever you saw that post that Jeff made? Well. I'll tell you that initially, when I saw that post, the first thing I looked at when, or the first thing I thought when I looked at it was why, and my answer in my head was, well, why not? And then I started reading comments, and I realized that there was a little bit, and I'm putting in parentheses, a lot of divide between the way I saw that and the way some other people saw it. So I, I don't know, Jeff, if I commented directly on that post or if I just commented to you separately, but you know, my feeling was that when you see a parking space that says reserved for the principal and there is a car there, 
then you are confident as a community member, as a visitor, as a parent, that the principal is there and on campus, you know, taking care of business for your kids. That was my initial thought. And so I was quite honestly surprised by the disagreement and and in some cases the the vitriol about how bad it was for a principal to have a reserved parking space in the front. And so did you read through those, Daryl? I skimmed through them and honestly, you know, I've got I've got personal feelings about it, but I can also see every side and and, and that's that's what I think is a beauty about this very first episode is because we are going to be able to expose every side of this, I don't know, dilemma with a reserved spot for, for a principal that, that arguably could, could say, hey, this is something that I've earned. That I mean, a parking spot is, is kind of the least of, of what I get in regards to running a, a building because we all know, we all have been principals. It's, 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 it's lonely at the top. That, the, the gravity of that position is extremely heavy. You know, a parking spot that's peanuts to what really needs to happen within the building. Well, it was interesting because I posted it. I posted it on, as Marty mentioned, several platforms, mostly Facebook groups, some of them with like, you know, 40,000 members. I mean, our men and Ed has, I think, almost 800. What I was excited about was that we finally made a post with a visual. Uh, I, I actually... I actually embedded the word why with a question mark on top of the logo of the sign so people couldn't recognize where it was because the last thing I wanted to do was cause a problem at the location I saw the sign. But it was interesting. There was a lot of defensiveness, like immediate defensiveness. There was lots of justifications, but primarily I would say, you know, again, I I would say 80 to 90 percent were statements like, oh yeah, when I, when I first got there, I, the first thing I did was take the sign down, you know, or I inherited that sign and uh, we changed it to teacher of the week or something like, you know, there were some uh, responses that was transformational for me. And I think really, I think that's what our time together on the Texan Connection is that through the process, the transformation, you know, we may not come out on the other, other end of this conversation all agreeing, but the transformation part of it is that there's maybe a crisis or a dilemma in our thinking that causes us to add new meaning, giving us an opportunity to see the other side, you know, the rest of the story and other uh, people's perspective. There was several women and several uh, principals on the East Coast that are inner city uh, principals. And because of safety factors, and it was important that they had a parking spot because they left a building during the day to go to district meetings. And they wanted to make sure that when they came back, especially if it was late at night, that they had a, uh, had a parking spot close to the building reserved uh, and so forth. And all, that all makes sense. And again, I just said why. But Jeff, here's something I want to say about that, because, you know, a lot of the comments that were... Uh, that were anti the parking space, uh, to be quite honest, rubbed me the wrong way. And and the reason they rubbed me the wrong way was that I felt like there was a concerted effort to not want to identify the fact that they were the leaders of that building by a parking space. It wasn't just, oh yeah, it would be nice for somebody else to have it. It was not even neutral. It was very against 
the fact that because I'm the principal, I should park a half mile away and crawl on my hands and knees to the building to prove that I am, you know, not worthy, I guess, not worthy of, of having that honor of, of a little parking space. And I do want to be clear, listeners, that uh, I don't have a reserved parking space at my school. There are no reserved except for visitors. But I was telling these guys that I do park in the same place every day so that people do know if I'm there or if I'm not there. So on, on a day that I'm there and, and, you know, and if I'm not away at a meeting, they see my car, people driving by can see that my car is there and they know the principal's there. Uh, my staff members can look out the window and say, oh, okay, he's here right now or he's, or he's not here right now. And to me, that does say something to your staff it's a and to your community. But I felt like there was a, not, not just a, a neutral, but like a negative uh, uh, aspect to it that that had me a little bit perturbed, to say the least. One of my wonderings, as we continue to flesh out this conversation, is when you're looking at the comments, and and Marty, you said, I don't have a parking spot, but I do, right? I, I, I don't have a, a marked parking spot. Jeff, did you have a parking spot, a, a reserved parking spot whenever you were a principal? No, I parked. I parked. The only reason they knew my car was there is because I had this little 2006 blue Aveo that looked like the blue Smurf mobile. And so they could find it. It was parked in, uh, it was parked wherever I could find a parking spot amongst the teaching staff in the front. Yeah. So, so I, I've had, you know, a reserved parking spot and I utilize the, the reserve parking spot for the most, most of, most of my time. Uh, there, but but as we continue to flesh this out, and I'm wondering if there's any listeners that feel this way too. Does it even matter, right? And what I mean by that is, I'm wondering how many parents actually knew what I drove, or when I'm parked in the parking spot, right? That sign, which was on the curb, it wasn't just a pop up sign. It was a, it was a sign that said reserved for principal. Like they didn't even know it was a principal's because my, my car was there, and so I'm 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 guessing that maybe. Less than one percent, maybe maybe one percent of my constituents actually knew what I drive or actually cared what I what I drove. You know, as you start to get into these these feelings throughout social media of oh no, nobody should have a parking spot because we need to portray that that we are servant leaders and we need to we need to take care of our staff because you know they need to park up front. Or, or, or whatever scenario that they come with, I'm wondering, you know, does it even matter? Of course it matters. And I t- I'll tell you why it matters. Because when I was a coach and you were a coach, Daryl, you told your players that even the little things matter. And when, you know, our job as a principal is under scrutiny daily. And we don't need to give anybody even 1% or 0.001% uh, reason to be upset with us. So to me, uh, that's one less thing that communicates that, or one thing not having that communicates that uh, without saying a word, you know, the, the beautiful thing, there, there is a lot of nonverbal communication schools convey or the perception of people that walk into your building. You know this, we all know this, that chances are that when somebody walks in the building, they, the first people they're gonna see is your receptionist and then your school secretary. And it could be a lot of other people before you. And there's already this stereotype or a belief that, that there's this barrier, you know, to get to see a principal. 
And so sometimes I think we, if we look for ways to convey your culture that welcomes people from the very beginning, uh, it, it takes very little work to ensure that when they come into your parking lot, they have a pleasant experience. One of them is that you, number one, is you have plenty of visitor parking spaces. And if you don't have very many, you better limit the amount of labeled parking spots that, um, that are, are presented. You kind of made a, a point as far as the barrier between, you know, your, your community and you, you know, we always want to be accessible, but I mean, and, and, and I think a lot of it depends on how large your, your school is or, or how involved your community is. I mean, you ran, you ran a fairly large high school. And so I would imagine that you had systems and protocols set in place for seeing visitors, whether that's, hey, I need you to set up appointment. I mean, I only had two two reasons that I would drop everything and meet with a parent. And that was number one, safety, um, and number two, graduation issues. If some something or somebody was unsafe, or if there was some issue with graduation, that's when I would say, you know what, I'm dropping everything and trying to trying to address this concern. Outside of that, if there was a concerned parent um, whether they got to park in a parking spot or not, they, they still had to follow the protocol. So the typical questions, have you emailed the teacher? Have you emailed the assistant principal over that program? And your access is, I mean, it just had to be limited. You, you didn't have the time, you don't have the time in the day. But I can also see the other side. Many times parents would want to see the principal just uh, very, you know, it's kind of like uh, how many times do you get to visit with the bank president when you go into the bank, you know? So it's not that I'm not available. It's just that, uh, or not willing to be available, but you're right. There was always some type of protocol. If it wasn't me, depending on who, what the situation was, the people up front always knew who to direct the appropriate person to, whether it was a counselor, whether it was an assistant principal, whether it was a teacher based on that that teacher's off period availability or a coach, those kind of things. But but you're right. But in those systems kind of are all part of the process of being prepared to serve the people that come from outside to the inside of your building. So as an at an elementary school, that's a completely different thing because the expectation is that because my office is the first office when you walk in the door after the reception, um, my my office is first. And so people expect that they're going to see me if they come in for some reason. There's no uh, expectation of I'm going to make a, an appointment. I'm going to, I mean, that would be nice. And, and people do. I understand that most people are very nice, but most people expect in an elementary school to have uh, pretty pretty quick access. So as we start to wind down, we want to hear from you. So, so this can be a hot topic. This is something that people do have strong feelings about. You know, some people may not think it matters. Some people do think it matters. Uh, we, we want to hear your opinion. We want to provide a space and an opportunity for you to think and for you to be able to express those thoughts. So visit our Twitter, visit our Facebook page. All of that is in the show notes on the description. And then we will uh, check that and, and love to respond. But we want to end this show in every episode with what we're calling a Texas two-step. Jeff, tell us a little bit about the Texas two-step. 
you know, when keeping with our theme uh, with the Texan connection, uh, we thought it was only appropriate that we would end every episode with what we call the Texas two-step challenge. So you've heard the uh, the parking spot is symbolic, but this topic really could uh, go uh, much broader. And it's interesting to hear. So I want you to, we hope that you pause. We hope that you, uh, in, in light of the tech, if you know, uh, if you have any familiarity with the Texas two-step, it is you take two slow steps and two fast steps. So we hope that what you've heard maybe caused you to pause those first two steps and then uh, reflect after the episode that sets you and moves you forward with a new perspective or a reinforcement of, of your belief and will cause you to have a conversation this week about the reserved principal parking spot on our campuses in this great state of Texas. That beautiful, beautiful parking spot. Is that, you left out those words, Jeff. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. You guys, it has been such a pleasure, as always, getting together with you to talk about whatever we're going to talk about here on the Texan Connection and just in general. I appreciate both of you doctors and appreciate you allowing uh, a non-doctor to join this conversation along with you. Well, you know, we hope our listeners will contribute, uh, you know, that, you know, after they uh, consider their two-step challenge and, um, and we'll, they can join us either on our Twitter chat or our Facebook page. And we will also include our email in the show notes. So thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, to share, to like, and tell your friends about the Texan Connection.
That beautiful, beautiful parking spot. Is that, you left out those words, Jeff. <laughs> that beautiful, beautiful parking space. <laughs> hey, you guys, it has been... Let's see it again. You guys, it has been such a pleasure, as always, getting together with you to talk about whatever we're going to talk about here on the Texan Connection and just in general. I appreciate both of you doctors and appreciate you allowing uh, a non-doctor to join this conversation along with you. Thank you for listening to the Texan Connection Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends.